Everybody, this is Retail Nightmares Podcast. I'm here with my co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. Ah, hi. Hi. Uh, you guys are in for a huge treat. One of my favorite comedians is here. Uh, she's an actor. She's a comedian. She's an all-around uh, bright bulb in a world of <laughs> dim lights. Oh, that's Caitlin nice. Howden. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me. We're really honored to have you here. I'm very excited to be here. We've already been gabbing forever. Yeah. Yeah. Ten hours. Important talks. Uh, we've had naps. Yep. Braided There's each other's naps. hair. <laughs> yeah. And the hair down there. <laughs> Whoa. Come on, guys. That's fair. I, I, I have enough to braid. <laughs> yeah. It's back in. When people say like, oh, I had to you. get that bikini wax. I'm always like, uh, you know, you know, comprendo. <laughs> Don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, what do you mean have to? Like what, who's forcing to wear? you? Where? What bikini are you wearing? Yeah. No, they get their pubic hair, which grows all around their torso, just shaped into a bikini. <laughs> oh, so they can go oh, into pools so incognito. Love that. Yeah. Love that. And the thong bikini was in style this summer so that's oh. like you would have to wax your butt cheeks it's called the bunny tail it's like the full brazilian plus bunny tail they call it i mean kardashians for sure do the bunny tail <laughs> what's the bunny tail it's your butthole it's your butthole oh yeah yeah that's a good name for it uh <laughs> what i call it <laughs> yeah mine doesn't look like a bunny tail but anyway one day um, when we're I, old and gray. I was looking at Kim Kardashian's Instagram today, and I was like, why am I here? What is, how mm-hmm. did I get here? Yeah, every six months or so, I end up looking at something there, yeah. and I don't understand what I'm looking at. It's like when you find something in the fridge, and you're like, how did this get in here, right? When you're like, yeah. this this is from Thanksgiving. Like, this is poison now. Yeah, I, why is this in my fridge? Or like when you're drunk and you buy one of those lemons that are filled with lemon juice. Oh, oh yeah. Because you're like, oh, I'm going to change my life. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. And then you get home, you're like, you shouldn't use this. You just buy a lemon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah why are we, why is a lemon so hard that you're like, you know what? Just give me the juice. Give me that the was, straight up good shit. That would be a great. <laughs> Every time I start something like this, someone's like, it's not really fully fledged, <laughs> fully formed idea. It's not great yet. What about <laughs> a Food Network show that just films really drunk people buying stuff to make a meal? Oh, man, I would watch oh, that. Oh, that's great. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, first you go out drinking with the person. Like yeah. yeah, you go out drinking, you get to know them, and then you just start like talking about food, and then the person goes like, ooh, let's make steak. Yes, <laughs> I made so many drunk steaks when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, I've been like really always th- thrived as a meat eater. And so for a long time, I didn't eat like... Uh, I would just get home and make a steak and a uh, roasted red pepper and share it with my dog. Whoa. Ooh. Like blotto drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, fucked way up drunk. too scared to, to eat anything that I was like, well, if I don't cook this right, I'm going to get. Steak's pretty safe. Is it? Yeah, I'll chicken's eat, not safe. I like steak tartare. I love a raw. I love a raw steak. Chop yeah, that I up. First stuff mm-hmm. like more raw. Make a yoki. Mm. <laughs> it's runny. What is that? A raw egg? Throw that on that raw steak, would you? <laughs> and then, then your hippie friend shows up with unpasteurized milk. You're like, put that in there too, bitch. Ooh, yeah. You got some farm fresh eggs that don't even go in the fridge. Mm-hmm, they're still dirty on the outside. Ooh, is that a feather? <laughs> That's the worst. Ooh, 
fucking feather on I it. I bought eggs from the farmer's market thinking I'm being a better person. But they're dirty. And there was a feather on my egg. And then I had to think about what an egg was. That's the craziest. <laughs> what about this? You've got eggs inside of you right now that your own eggs. Oh, God, fingers crossed. <laughs> you can have one of mine. Oh, thank you. I bet that they look like a, the butter-flavored... Uh, jelly bellies? That's what my eggs look like. <laughs> They're that big? Yeah. <laughs> They're that powerful. That's got to be like painful. Six, six or seven fetuses in there. Wow, mu- how, muscle. How do eggs work? <laughs> um, like when, that. What part really is the egg? When a chicken and a woman love each other very <laughs> much, <laughs> uh, they ovulate and it's delicious. Yeah. The end. If humans made eggs ways chicken made eggs, <laughs> would you eat them? Uh, a human egg? Yeah. Would I eat a human egg? Yes. Why not? <laughs> Is it vegan? Yes. Mm. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> if you're like, well, I'm not sure what vegan means. What? <laughs> What's the word for that? Uh, vegan. It's when you don't eat honey. No, when you eat yourself, it's like um, mm. car- <laughs> self-filating. It's called like phagogenesis or something. It's like. P-H-A-G-O, not F-A-G-O. Is it like that F-A- drink that the... Y-G-O. Uh, Fago. Yes. Yeah, yeah, pronounce it properly. Sorry. Otherwise, it's a hate crime. <laughs> uh, no, okay. I have to look this up. Guys, keep It's talking. when a human being consumes themselves? Yeah. I mean, like, if you bite your nails, like, people eat their own nails. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. gross. Yeah, that is weird. That weird and scabs. Or nose boogers. I've Ugh. seen so many people do that this year. I, I feel like this is the year that... I saw three women in their 20s yesterday picking their nose. Just down the street. Where were you? <laughs> At the hospital. Oh. Um, no, uh, just walking down the street. I see a lot of people picking their nose now. It's crazy. Well, the allergies have been terrible this season. Sure, but like... I mean, and also, like, I don't know what's better, picking your nose or having that that one t- that kerchief that everyone uses, like like a little hanky, a reusable oh, snot one. snot rag. A snot rag, yeah. Do you use a hanky? No. I'm not going to graduate to that. No, I'm not going to do that. I, I know recently it's, bought it's, all it's, biodegradable uh, garbage can bags. Oh, yeah. Garbage bags, as other people <laughs> call them. I call them garbage can bags because <laughs> I'm from Quebec. <laughs> Me too. So I always add an extra word. Um <laughs> And they dis- disintegrate right away really? before I can get them into a bigger garbage can. Oh, so every time you lift up the garbage, it's just, just like, garbage comes yeah. out? Ugh. Shoots right oh, out. God. I'll take them. I don't have a very wet garbage. My garbage. <laughs> oh, my, you don't. My garbage is dry as a bone. Mm. It's just mostly dry bones. <laughs> <laughs> you should get it bikini wax. <laughs> no. No, I don't want oh, to. Oh, natural. Leave me alone, society. I can't find the name of that word where you eat yourself, but there's this movie that I've seen, and the cover of it is a man, and he's eating his own intestines, and the name of the movie is the word for eating yourself. Uh, Listeners, don't write in. I'm going to find it. (laughs) I don't want to hear your opinions on this one. And I don't want to see that movie ever again because it's real bad. You watched the movie, too? Yeah, it's like very cheesy 70s Italian horror, I think. So I thought it would be funny just based on the cover because it's very dramatic but yeah it's bad anyway eating yourself yeah get into it don't get into it (laughs) don't get into it try it if you like whatever sure your intestines (laughs) i was not where i would start intestines no that's that's like bad choice that's like proto poo (laughs) yeah we have not talked about retail (laughs) (laughs) tell us a little bit about your previous to becoming uh, a full-time working artist 
that implies that you're working but not making money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, I'm always like, delicate. I have five part-time jobs right now that are all in the arts. But, oh wow. my gosh. But I um they are all just comedy related. So that's kind of nice. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I do I I had many jobs leading up to this. And so I was thinking about, you know, some of my jobs in retail and they were all, I did have a lot of retail jobs. My very first job, I worked at the Gap and I was 16 years old and that was like my very first foray into folding. (laughs) This is like, this is where I learned to be. Did you use a folding board? At the the beginning, yes. But (laughs) soon after, no. Wow. And if you look at my closet now, I fold my shirts very nicely. And I fold my jeans the way that the Gap folds their jeans. It's very easy to do. Just fold them in half. (laughs) (laughs) How many pairs of jeans do you have? I have four pairs of jeans. That seems like the right amount. That's it. I don't own other clothes. I have jeans and then different kinds of soft tops. (laughs) That's about it. A soft top? Yeah, you know, like a loose cotton. Mm. I don't have a lot of blouses. I have a lot of like... Blouses are crazy. Oh my gosh. Also, I always spill in a blouse. Mm -hmm. If I'm wearing a blouse, I'm spilling on it somewhere. It's because they're so restrictive. A woman's body is not designed for a blouse. Or maybe a blouse is is not designed for a woman's body. Whatever. Anyway, my boobs are are going to pop out no matter what. That's the thing, right? It's, it's that little button. Yeah. You have to reinforce it. And you're always pulling at it. Yeah. And you're never wearing the right bra. <laughs> or no. any Wait, bra. You could just... Or any bra. You could be real loosey-goosey under there. Yeah. But no, the bra never works. You can always see it through it. Or you have to buy a different bra for... I hate... I have to wear one for work like three times a year. Try having a guitar with the strap like right across where that button is. And it's like... Well, it would seem inappropriate at work, but I will try it's it. It's a crap <laughs> You look so cool. Trust me. It's the new accessory. The music. <laughs> um, one of the things that was weird about this job was that when you had to punch in, you had to punch in your number. That's how you started your shift. So you yeah. would like put in your employee number and then start. And then when you were done, you'd put in your employee number and then end. But our employee numbers back in 1998 were our SIN numbers. Mm. What? So everyone had to put their SIN number in, which is why I know mine off by heart. 284, not going to say the rest. Um, Someone just got super sad who was hoping to get. Uh, I just mouthed my SIN number too. She said 420-69-69-69. But everyone had to put in their SIN number. Seems illegal. Right? Yeah. It seems like not a good idea. Give me a number like 429. That's easy. Also my SIN number. But, (laughs) But we all have to use our SIN numbers to punch in, which yeah. seems dangerous. Is there anybody that might be listening that doesn't know what a social insurance number is? No. Okay. <laughs> mm. uh, aliens. Idiots. Idiot well, aliens. Which space, ones? Space aliens. Space idiots. <laughs> space idiots. Space no offense, boots. aliens, but you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you can't work here. You're dumb. You can't work at the Gap. <laughs> um, actually, the top I'm wearing, I got at the Gap. I got it just this week. Nice and color. I'm never going back. Why? Because I was shopping at the Gap, getting this shirt. Everything's 40% off. I'm not a fool. Um, <laughs> when the uh, um, uh, retail uh, <laughs> professional came up to me and said, oh, I love that shirt. That's great. And I was like, oh, thank you very much. And uh, he said, oh, do I know you from somewhere? And I said, oh, I don't know, maybe. He I'm said, very famous. I'm very famous <laughs> in the improv comedy world in Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> And, and turns out we actually had a mutual friend, and I was like, "Oh well, nice to see you again." And then he leaned down to my torso mm. and put his hand on my belly and said, 
When did this happen? <laughs> Implying that I was pregnant. I needn't remind you ladies that I'm drinking a glass of wine right now. And I am not pregnant. And I freaked out. That's terrible. Right? And this guy barely knew you? Yes. Ugh. And he was like, oh. And I said, oh, it didn't, it didn't happen. I'm just fat. <laughs> At which point he was very uncomfortable, but no more uncomfortable than I was. I'm sure. And like, joke's on me. I'd love to be pregnant. That sounds like fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. But also, though, I'm not. Give your life some meaning, right? Right? Something mm-hmm. to do. Someone to look after you when yeah. you're old. Yeah, a really good cleanse. Somebody to dress up like a little doll. A yeah. sixth part-time job. Did you say getting pregnant is a really good cleanse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't drink yeah, it's like a or detox. do drugs for like at least eight months. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm from Quebec. We can we, You can drink in your third trimester, I'm sure. You can. My mom smoked the whole time. <laughs> Yeah. And so now I can never go back to the gap. And I won't. That's incredibly rude. Um, I've had similar things happen to me. I've been uh, offered, insisted on taking a seat on the bus when not pregnant. I did uh, eventually give away that empire waist uh, trench coat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it was, I had to get off the bus to just cry uh, in the street. Um, not not good. No, mind your own womb, man. <laughs> yeah. Mind Get your out of own here. business. Get the hell out of here. Also, someone oh, going going from being like, do we know each other to hand on the stomach? Like, that's oh, far too familiar. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's and- a retail nightmare, and it's like the perfect one, because oh. in the place you used to work yeah, by somebody who should know better. Yeah. yeah, and also like, just don't say these things to people. Did he apologize? He did, and I said, him, I mean, it's even worse to apologize. Well, that's what he says. Like, he goes, "I'm so sorry," and I said, "It's fine. We're not friends, and at this point, we're never going to be friends." Is that what you like, said? Yeah. Oh man, that's amazing. You really I said, said that? I said, "You know what? We're not. We're not friends. We're not going to be friends now. After this, let's just move on." <laughs> You're my hero. <laughs> I just, I had, I was so. I was so taken aback and my cheeks must have been so red. Like I blushed so easily Yeah, that my only defense was to be a bit mean. I, it's totally, totally I like allowable it. in that situation. I don't even think that that's mean. I think that's honest. Yeah. Yeah. We're just, we're not going to be friends. This is done. Walk away. Please don't talk to me ever again. You're making it worse. Yeah. That's great. I wish people were more honest. You know, there's that, um, that crappy Ricky Gervais movie where there's no pretense or lying or whatever. The invention of lying is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, yeah, Everyone tells the same thing and, you know, like some guy will try and hit on, on a woman and she'll be like, I find you creepy and off-putting. And he's like, <laughs> fair enough. Like, I wish I could do that in real life. Yeah. Because it's, I think it in my head, but it doesn't come out of my mouth. And I'm like, oh, whoa. I want to make those two things happen. Me too. Make it connect. It's really, it. I like, that's, yeah. And then you don't, at the end of it, you're not at home saying, I wish I said this or mm-hmm. feeling worse about it because in that moment you said what you were feeling. Yeah. And it is more often than not that you walk away and then go, oh, I, I wish I, I should have said that thing. Mm-hmm. I should have said that thing. I always, when I do say what I want to say though, <laughs> like my whole body is shaking and oh, I'll I w- probably start crying and I'm like, why am I crying? Damn it. I was, I, I left the gap and then just burst into tears, d- went directly to Hotel Vancouver and got a very expensive drink oh, and nice. sat in the hotel lobby. One of the lobby. best places to do it. It's beautiful. I got a fancy drink and I drank by myself. And you can sometimes run into Nicolas Cage there. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> we can run into my friend Neil. He works, oh, yeah. he works oh. there. Oh, 
Sometimes I just show up there to kind of tipsy and bring them a granola bar. Oh, that's like nice. a You're so nice to your friends. I am nice. <laughs> Don't you love a hotel bar? I prefer it. Yeah. I'm, and I also love afternoon drinking. Yes. Because, you know, you get a little something to eat. You get a couple of drinks. You get to people watch and it's mm-hmm. tourists. So they think this is a great city and how like everyone, look at all these, these, look at these lovely women just having a drink in the middle of the day. Yeah. Everyone's having a drink in the middle of the day at a hotel bar. <laughs> so great. And there's different kinds of people. Like if you go to yeah. a bar, just any kind of old bar, you're like, oh, this is all the same kind of. Sads. Yeah. Sads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I know this kind. Hotel bars. Oh, all kinds of people. Exotic people like- sads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Family reunions. Oh. We have a tradition of going there on Christmas Eve. Oh, the Hotel Vancouver. Graham, really? Phil Hanley, Sean Proudlove's gone a few times because usually for Christmas we'll travel, I'll travel on the 25th. Yeah. And so the night before we'll go there for drinks and people watch or have a nice meal. Sometimes like I'll order it. The steaks there is not great, but I'll just order the steak, <laughs> drink a bunch of wine, throw it on the ground and watch all these <laughs> people living and how they're doing their holidays. Like yeah. so you'll see like a family with children and maybe some people that are alone for the holidays and we're doing our own weird comedy thing, and I like it. Yeah, it's it's and and they're all so pretty. Yeah, they're, people they're, take a moment to get dressed up. Mm-hmm. And the ceilings are great. Yeah, and I, I love, love the new the light fixtures in there. They're Aren't like they giant gorgeous? Snowballs. <laughs> they're beautiful. They let poor people in. They can't kick you out. <laughs> oh, I've been there. When I walk in, I'm always like, oh, gonna look at the stuff in the Gucci window. I move so fast. Oh yeah, and I'll, if ever you need to pee and you're walking around downtown, it's the best. You go place. to a nice hotel. I'm never downtown, but I Hotel used Vancouver to... Hotel Vancouver bathroom. It's hot in there for some reason. Back a million years ago when I used to um, have friends who would hang out uh, doing drugs on the steps of the, the Vancouver Art Gallery. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they'd be like, there. just meet us there. And I'd be like, oh, do we have to? It's like after dark. Uh I would always make my way over to the Hotel Vancouver and they have a beautiful grand piano there. So I'd just sit down if there's no one there and like play a few pieces until someone comes up and talks to me and then I run away. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that anyone can play the piano there. Uh, I don't know if you can. <laughs> I would like do it because you know what you're doing. Well, yeah, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't just like, like punching blah, blah, blah. <laughs> No, I'd play like nice stuff. And even anything on a nice grand piano sounds good. You can play like pop song, but like it'll sound pretty. Could you play Gowan? Oh, I can now. <laughs> what about this? Um, a Gowan rock opera. Ooh. Does it exist? Not to my knowledge. Wouldn't that be fun? I mean, We Will Rock You exists, and that's Queen. I can't think of a Gowan one. Well, Gowan is like Canada's queen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just had a lot of time by myself this weekend. (laughs) I could write write a rock opera about Gowan if you want me to. It's so great. It would be like Canada's, I don't know what Hamilton's about. For a long time, I thought it was about Hamilton. Hams. The city of Hamilton. <laughs> I didn't know it was about It's a po- political thing. It's about Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, it's but not I only about know Hamilton, that. the city of Hamilton. <laughs> well, it's not about the Hammer, Ontario. <laughs> Real steel working town. I never really fought, like read things online. I'm just like, someone's like, I'm going to Hamilton, the musical. I'm like, that's got to be crazy. I bet there's a lot of stabbings in it. <laughs> Social stabbings, yeah. I only know about it because I like to watch a lot of YouTube clips of, like, you know, 
best of the view. Oh. Uh, <laughs> is there such a thing? That's really how you should watch it. You shouldn't watch a whole episode. You Don't should just watch a clip yeah. show. Makes me so angry. You yell at the TV so much. Oh, yeah. I've never watched it. I've just seen it on in lobbies and stuff and been like, oh, so abrasive. And bright? Yeah. yeah. So overly lit, so saturated. It's like, that's... Why are you watching that in the morning? Yeah. That's too early. Yeah. Maybe it's like visual coffee. It's supposed to like just like oh, stimulate yeah. you in that kind of way visually. Think, yeah, that's probably so why then- a lot of people watch it to like make them need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that's what coffee's for, right? Fifteen yeah. minute mark, my bowels start to function. <laughs> it's like a cigarette and a coffee. <laughs> when Whoopi List lays into that night. Guest, <laughs> I've I've never I've never watched that show because well, I never we'll explain need it to, to you to the over bathroom. the course of this this podcast. <laughs> Please, no, that's that's what stop podcasting yourself is for is learning about all the TV shows that I've never watched before, like having complete recaps of them. Really? Yeah, that's what it's like for no, someone who doesn't you're watch taking TV. it personally. No, I don't mind it. <laughs> it's not a bad thing, but I'm like, oh, so that's what Guy Fieri is like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they do true. talk a lot about Guy Fieri. And all, just all all the reality shows I've never seen and will never see. Good for you. You know what? You're better for it. You have a better brain. Well, I would much rather have like a couple guys I know who are funny talk about it than watch it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's true. Anyway, not a burn on Dave and Graham at all. I'm trying to. I'm sweating now. <laughs> You're overheating. You're wearing, wearing a turtleneck. A, it's a turtleneck dress. A long sleeve turtleneck dress. But it's so fun. It it's beautiful, fun. though. No one's going to ask me if I'm pregnant in this. Or maybe they will, because it's very You'll loose. You'll only know when they're halfway down your <laughs> it's, torso. It's a bag. I, yeah, if yeah. anyone bent down, I would just be like, bye. <laughs> you run. Just run. Bye. <laughs> Punch them and then run. Yeah. So you used to work at The Gap. Mm-hmm. Just get back on track here. Yes, please. I went to The Gap, and my roommate Eric worked at The Gap. And we were both working at The Gap, and I quit, and then he kept working there. And I remember he came home one day, and I love Eric. He was one of the best roommates, but he was not um, good with words. He would say things like, the world is our lobster, Kate. We can do anything. And I was like, okay. Or he came home one day, and he was like, hey, how come people don't skip anymore? To which I said, what do you mean by any more? And what, what do you mean? Uh, and he made me time him walking across our apartment regular walking. Yep. And then he made me time him skipping. And he was faster when he skipped. Yeah. And he was like, we should skip more because it's fun. It's good exercise. And you get there faster. What's he doing now? Oh, I don't know. Doing <laughs> selfies while riding a bicycle. Oh, no. So dangerous. <laughs> it varied. Exactly. Every time he sends me one, I'm like, what are you doing? Put the phone away and get both hands on the handlebars. <laughs> so Eric came home for the gap one day and he was like, Kate, you will never believe what happened. Shannon was late for work again. I was like, oh, that's she's always late. He said, yeah, she's always late. But this time, Mark, our manager, was really mad. And he started just eating her out in front of everybody. <laughs> and I said, he what? <laughs> yeah, he, Mark just started like eating her out and eating her out, like right in front of the gene wall. And Shannon was turning bright red. She was so embarrassed, but he didn't stop eating her out. And like customers were walking by and they were noticing, but he just kept eating her out. And like, we could all hear it, right? Like we could all hear him. And at this point, he's been telling this story and I go, Eric, 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 um, do you mean chewing her out? And he paused and he thought about it. He said, well, what did I say? (laughs) 
And it was so perfect. And the idea of just someone like eating her out in front of a gene wall. It's <laughs> like, that's the punishment for being late at the gap. You gotta get uh, eaten out. I kind of want to work, but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's amazing. I'm sure that's probably happened there before. Oh my gosh. I'm sure that for all Raw cool people, denim. like sex has happened in stores. Ugh. Just like not in my, my, on my watch, but not me with someone else. I'm sure. <laughs> it's like skydiving. You're like, I'm sure people skydive. I've never actually seen it happen. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I saw pornos of skydiving. What? what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, like, and happened in our hometown of Quebec. <laughs> we are in Quebec. Oh, Laval. Oh, for, of course. Everyone's always up God. To but it's like off the island. Who knows what they're doing? But that's like um, sex in space or something. Like it's you need. Yeah, like the sky. There's it's nothing. The sky is space. But like so, the idea of sex in space is like you. It doesn't really work because in zero gravity, like you know, you sort of need something to go against to like have the guys it, it worked to make thing. it do the thing but like i feel like it wouldn't you'd just be like falling at the same rate how would you anyway yeah like were they just wearing t- like just wearing their parachutes that's it yeah and, and, and like, they were no strapped bottoms? to each other and they were strapped to each other and i can't remember if they had already met each other <laughs> couples genitals in the airplane then and then introduced. jumped out yeah did they interlock on solid ground. Let's define what sex is. Because <laughs> yeah, sex can they be have, a lot. Can, <laughs> they had uh, intercourse. Are they in love? With <laughs> vaginal intercourse. But like, does it just have to like, be inside yeah, of it? Yeah. Or like, does it Because it was to... like a Guinness Book of World oh, okay. Records type thing. So it's like just the bare minimum. Yeah, mom, if you made it this far into the podcast. Stop. I, mom, yeah, I said stop. stop. Please stop listening. Safe words. <laughs> mom, safe words. Stop. Wow. Um, yeah. I once saw um, uh, a guy getting a hand job on an airplane. Oh, really? I was a flight attendant for a while. You were a flight attendant? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, vous la bienvenue à Montréal. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Montreal. I knew what you said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was for like this airline called Porter out of uh, oh, Toronto. Yeah. And I had to wear a pillbox hat and a little like... You must have looked great. Peplum skirt. And I saw these. this couple it was like a late night flight. And there was a blanket over oh. his lap, and she was for sure giving him a handy. And I had to walk over, and I because the, the, my my other flight attendant was like, "We have to stop this! Like, this isn't okay." No, it's not okay. And, and so I was like, "Okay, right, right." So I walked over, and I was like, um, "Can I get you guys anything? Like, maybe some discretion." <laughs> we all know what you're doing, and you have to stop, please. <laughs> Again, I'm probably my cheeks are so red, and my heart is racing, but I'm like, "Okay, be cool about this." It's such a shitty thing to do. So gross. So how did they take it? Oh, they were just very like, oh, um, like, no, we're fine. We're fine. It's fine. We're done. Yeah, we're done now. <laughs> Boater killer lady. No, that was, that's like, I feel like people like that, they need someone to like notice someone it. someone to, sorry. It's, it's the same thing when you take your socks off. Like you're, <laughs> keep your socks on and keep your penis in your pants and keep it soft. Yeah. Soft penis socks on. Soft penis socks on. <laughs> That's the way we like to fly. Porter Air. <laughs> um, you guys have probably all seen that Instagram account, Passenger, passenger Shaming. Shaming. I, oh, know, yeah. you I know of it. I haven't it. seen it, though. There probably was too somebody real for you. doing yeah. an, a very elaborate yoga stretch in one of the recent posts. Mm-mm. It was crazy. And I was on like, an airplane. On an airplane. And I was like, go Fuck yourself. Oh, you probably could do because you're so stretchy, Bendy. <laughs> also, it's like... It's just another hour. 
<laughs> just wait. <laughs> There's someone jerking off on my balcony right now. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Either that or a squirrel. Whatever. Um, that's a terrible. So you worked at the Gap and you worked for Porter Air. Oh yeah, Porter Air. How long did you were you a flight attendant for? We've only ever had one other flight attendant, Lauren McGibbon. Oh yeah, that's right. She was a flight attendant. We've bonded yeah. over that. I trained to be a flight attendant for a year. Like I learned to put out a fire in heels, you know, like Ooh. I learned how to evacuate an airplane. I knew how to like save people's lives. I took a week long first aid <laughs> CPR training course. Wow. And then I was a glorified waitress in the sky. Yeah. And I lasted about seven months and then I quit. I heard it's really difficult work. It hurt my knees. <laughs> It was bad. It was hard on my knees. All that like change in altitude. Yeah. It hurt my knees and my hips. Really bad for your body. Yes. Yeah. I go see a natural health person who used to be a flight attendant and it ruined her body. She did it for 30 years. Oh, I can't imagine. Yeah. And she's like been able to fix herself, but it's been like a really long, slow. And I have a friend that also, she's a yoga teacher, but she was a Air Canada flight attendant for many years and she was near retirement and she just at the end was like, I can't deal I can't stick mm-hmm. around to retire. It's like the treatment's so bad. It seems like hell. Like, I feel so bad. I'm just like, even if I am thirsty or something, I'll be like, I won't bother them. They're <laughs> they're having a tough enough time. Like, I'll just I'll just drink when we land in like eight hours is fine. <laughs> but also, though, like, if you just make eye contact with them, that's a, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's more than the average person does. Mm-hmm. To just say, like, please and thank you and make eye contact. Really? Just a human interaction is very nice to have. There's this entitlement where it's like, oh, I'm on an airplane, so what? And you're like, you're flying through the sky right now. Cheer up. (laughs) Every time I'm on a plane, I'm like, I can't believe this is real. (laughs) can't believe we're all alive right now. And there's like someone being so nice and offering me tomato juice. Like, I never get tomato juice. It's great. People do act really terrible on planes. And I hate walking past the... Just go back to calling it first class. Stop calling it business class. Because I see those people. <laughs> They're not up to necessarily good business. No. Um, but I walk through and like the business class, I'm like, ugh, then I get to my seat. And maybe one out of 10 flights, somebody's decent that sits beside me. And had, there isn't a, like a diaper in the <laughs> thing or someone doesn't change their kid beside me or puke or take a huge dump in the bathroom and leave the door open. Like... Yeah, and people think it's okay to fart on an airplane because you can't hear it. It's not okay to fart on an airplane. No. You can't just fart on an airplane. <laughs> no, That's not you okay. You can't take your socks off. You cannot take your socks off. What's the rule? Socks <laughs> on, cocks off. Right. <laughs> Don't do your nails. Don't put on perfume. Do people actually do their nails? Yes. I've se- yeah, I fly a lot, and I see people like... Doing their nails, like filing them, but then also putting on nail polish. You can't put That's, on nail polish. It's like toxic to smell. Even I do it like on the balcony with the door open and I feel bad because it gives Jay a headache. Um, I'm super allergic to perfume and on a flight from Prince Edward Island to Halifax, someone applied perfume and it was uh, something by Elizabeth mm. Taylor. Mm. I believe it was called Emerald something. Oh, white yes. diamonds. It may have been white diamonds. <laughs> she applied it three times on a... 14-minute flight, basically. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I couldn't breathe. It's couldn't awful. Breathe. And I'm a pet person, too. And I feel like the pet thing on planes, I'm not 100% on board with. No. Yeah. Also, the where, where they're putting their pets, I feel bad for the pets, where they just kind of, like, shove it under, under the here, seat. Right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You can just collapse under. But also know that I'm going to take you out as soon as possible. You're like, we're in a shared space. 
that it shouldn't exist. No. <laughs> like math. I don't know math well enough to know how it works still. Yeah. And I think that's better. I don't know. I'm always just trying to drink enough wine so I can go to sleep on a plane and just not bother anyone. <laughs> I just want to pass out. Do you take a window seat or an aisle seat? I take whatever I can get. <laughs> I take an aisle seat. Yeah. I usually wind up in the middle and I just like hug myself. Aisle seat's good because you can go to the bathroom whenever you want. Yeah. Mm. I feel less claustrophobic on an aisle seat. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I fly, I can never sit next to the person I'm with and we're always like two rows apart and like diagonal so we can't really see each other. Just kind of waving at each other and be yeah. like, what are you watching? Just be like, if we die, I love you. <laughs> Miss you. Yeah, I'm watching a shit movie about the Beach Boys. Ooh, so bad. <laughs> Seriously, John Cusack is Brian Wilson. Ugh, terrible. Bit of a stretch. Yeah, real what? It's not good. Don't watch it. Anyway. Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare? I do. It was an ongoing saga. It was like, uh, it was a, a long con and a slow burn. Uh, and it was, it was a real crapshoot. <laughs> How many more metaphors can <laughs> I'm I I'm ready. Uh, it was, did it eat you out? <laughs> Chewed mm-hmm. <laughs> with teeth. <laughs> My teeth. Mm-hmm. Vagina dentata. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, yeah. it was this guy who I met on my very first day uh, of work at this job. And he seemed like a nice guy. He was he was a customer, but he was around so much that all the other customers thought he must work there. Because, like, why is this guy hanging out so much and not buying anything? And at first I thought he was a nice guy. And then as the years went by, I sort of realized, like, okay, like, he he sincerely believes in all these conspiracies and everything so he's kind of like a little nutty but he's you know he's got a good heart and so i would go on tour and i would i would buy him like a little a little keychain that said bigfoot or whatever you know like we had a a a friendship and you know every now and then because i could never uh take breaks to close the store to get food so he would bring me like a sandwich or whatever and then one day i sort of put all the pieces of the puzzle together and i realized that this guy who I think was just like lonely. And so he made up all these lies about all the different employees and sort of told them selectively to one another to sort of to turn us all against each oh other. Oh my gosh. And it was, it was so nuts. So I confronted him. And the reason that like I'm reminded of this is like telling someone what you really want to say and yeah. like you're shaking with rage and it's so hard. And you're like, I'm going to say it now. I'm going to say it now. So I was like, hey, why did you say this when it's not true? And then he just exploded and started screaming at me. And he was like, you were really mean to me that one time. And I was like, what one time was that? And he was like, I can't remember. You're just mean. You told me to leave the store. And I was like, that was because you were yelling about Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, then I had to deal with seeing this guy. And he kept coming in. He kept coming in. Yeah. And he would... Because, like, I sort of warned all my coworkers, like, hey, just so you know, like, he's been creating this web of lies and, like, <laughs> no one is safe, even though, like, we all thought we were friends with him. He's all been talking shit about all of us to each other. Like, he would still come in and, like, play people against each other. And I was just like, I have no time for this. And so I sort of had to ban him from the store. It was not a fun time. Um, How did you tell him that he was banned? I was just like... Well, he started screaming, and I was like, get out. Yeah. And then he didn't come in Ooh. anymore. He would walk by and look to see who was working and then keep walking. Yeah. 
And he had spread lies about you? About me? Or had told you lies that other people had said things about you? Yeah, he told me that there was uh, some employees who would just be asleep on the job. And then I would I had to ask, like verify with other employees who had worked with those people. And I was like, did this person ever go to sleep? And they were like, no. And he was just creating shit Whoa. for no reason. It was a really big bummer because it was like, oh, this is a person I thought we had been friends for a long time. Yeah. And then it turns out he's just... Like, he was really bored, I guess, and so created a bunch of drama. That's the thing I hate the most, I think, is when someone just thrives off of drama because I am the opposite. I'm like, let's keep it as plain yeah. and sour, yeah. creamy as possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love sour cream. <sighs> you're, well, <laughs> you're in good company. <laughs> I got some there. in the fridge. <laughs> oh, man, I had some on my steak sandwich today. It's re- really one of those things that just jazzes up everything. Ooh, it's magical. It's so good. It would even be good on desserts. Yeah, I love. Well, okay, I guess cheesecake isn't sour cream, but in my mind, it's the it's same. It's kind of tangy, like that. It's got that tang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's my bummer of a retail nightmare. I have a retail dream. Oh, and it occurred to me when uh, Caitlin was telling her story about being a flight attendant and. I was on a flight back about a year ago from Toronto. I don't think I told the story of the WestJet flight attendant. She was from, I believe she was, she's from the East Coast. I'm going to guess that she's from Newfoundland. And I have a fear of flying that's really under control, but I'm also get e- really easily motion sick. So those two things can kind of work against each other. Mm-hmm. And I work in, I go to trade shows once a year in Toronto and there are a lot of work 10 or 15 hour days, lots of just people talking. People aren't bad. It's just a lot of work. And a lot of standing. A lot of standing and and wearing a suit and eating food that's not home food, which is fun for the first two days. On the third day, you're like, I just, I don't want to eat in a restaurant anymore. I don't want to have this discussion. You start wondering when the last time you pooed was. Uh, (laughs) Because you've already just flown and then you eat a bunch of like weird processed food. You're like, I know I haven't pooed. Trying to do math and like You're just popping probiotics, popping probiotics, (laughs) hoping that you can do it before you get on the plane. Food is just filling up to your esophagus. Every meal is another layer into your body. The only thing to eat at the Toronto airport is like brisket. (laughs) (laughs) Just a brisket at the airport? That's what we had. We were For so real? rushed and we ended up going to like a smoked meat joint. And the only thing on the menu that was gluten-free was like this huge plate of brisket <laughs> and uh, like French fries. And like I like had a Diet Coke and then I got on this plane for a five-hour flight. And the man beside us was – I was sitting beside my friend Matt. And bes- the man beside him had taken up basically two seats. So Matt had no space and he's tall and it was just already stressful. And then this woman – I think it was, yeah, this woman came by, she worked for WestJet, and she just had this incredible personal touch, where she called everybody dear or love, and she put her hand, I'm going to cry thinking about it, (laughs) but flying can be stressful for me, and she put her hand on my shoulder, (laughs) and she looked into my eyes, and she asked me how I was, and I just was like, I wrote them a letter afterwards, and I was like, this is the, she loves her job, she's so good at it, like, People are just grouchy as fuck, and she's so amazing. <laughs> and I wrote a letter, and I posted it on her Facebook page, and I wrote them, and they, and they, they personally thanked her on behalf of me. And it was just an amazing, unforgettable experience when someone's just like, no matter what, so good at their job and so kind and such a huge heart. Mm-hmm. I love so. that she also made physical contact yes. with you. Yes. That she like she physically touched you and yeah. like took a moment with you. Yeah, and it's like I think she sensed that I wasn't feeling super great. Yeah, 
it was mind blowing that someone could have that kind of warmth. She's like a, a hero in the sky. Yeah, I think she's like just maybe... very like also this this kind of like not this sometimes this gets misunderstood, but this she had a motherly warmth. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, just something so powerful. So yeah, that was like a dream, a flight dream. I love writing letters of positivity. Totally. <laughs> I wrote one to BC Ferries a few weeks ago. Oh, really? When my car stalled on the ferry, and then <gasps> I had to take three different ferries back and forth oh, no. because they won't boost a Prius on the ferry because it'll explode, I guess. I don't know. Um, but I wrote a letter saying, like, I wanted to say that one of your employees, named Will, if you're listening, Will, I love you. <laughs> made a point of like staying with me and being like because i couldn't leave the car because it was dead and it's an electric car or hybrid yeah and i wrote a letter being like i just want you guys to know that you have some great employees and like one of them is will and i didn't get his last name but so lovely they're right? like he's been dead for 50 years what? <laughs> he turns into a dolphin jumps into the sea what? somebody posted like an angry <laughs> facebook thing and i've been cutting back how often I'm on Facebook yeah. because of stuff like this. And it's like, BC Ferries, Stafford, pieces of shit, always. And I was like, I've never once in 17 years of taking the ferry ever had a bad experience with a staff member. Yeah, never. it's all just the the passengers who suck yeah. in my experience. Yeah, like there's one guy that was taking up four seats to sleep once on the floor. Oh, I'm yeah. I have a picture of him. That's, oh, that kind of just gets my skull. Oh, I just want to. Oh, I just want to drop a spider in his mouth. Oh, what about oh. right at the tip of his penis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to open it up. I want to squeeze it like a like a juice box and slip it. Slip a little spider in no, his what dick. About, what about a, a spider egg sack? Put it in there. Whoa, like, oh, and then yeah. squeeze it shut, Wait, and they all hatch. I want to lift up his eyelid. And drop a few um, uh, spider eggs in there and then go, shh, shh, sleepy baby. <laughs> I want to put some Himalayan salt in his eye. Oh, Ooh. yeah. That's sharp. So classy and pink. <laughs> and I expensive. Just, I just realized that the eyelids are the foreskin of the face. Oh, <laughs> The my. lips aren't? Mm, no. That's the vagina of the face. Oh. Or the labia. <laughs> And your tongue is your clit. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a break. (laughs) The worst present ever from a family member. The worst present ever from a family member. So worst present from a family member. We always go with the guest first, Caitlin. Hi. (laughs) Um, I think the worst present I ever got was from my father. It was Christmas. And he always takes great pride in buying me presents and he's he'll always say like kate i saw this at a store and i thought of you immediately which right away is an insult because when you whenever you look at the present you're like dad and this christmas he bought me a vest covered in mirrors like tiny little mirrors square mirrors round mirrors and he put like i pulled it out and i was like oh wow dad and he was so proud right he was just like what do you think Pretty neat, huh? (laughs) So sweet. It's so sweet. And I just said, Dad, it's so... Mm." And I don't like like it. (laughs) I don't like like this. And so now we have a rule that whenever my dad sees something that's so me, he's not allowed to buy it. Okay. Because in his mind, what he thinks I am is not okay with me. I wonder how he imagined you wearing that on stage I know, with a turtleneck, right? <laughs> yeah, he's like, she's an actor. Did he take Ooh. it back? 
Yeah. My family always gives a... The thing is, whenever you give a gift in the Brooke Howden household, yeah. you always say, and I have the receipt if you want to exchange it. It's fine. I totally understand. Same with that. my household. Very nice. I wish someone has had ever one time at least you, your family doesn't do that no never seen a gift receipt in my life it's I Alicia yours does? yeah <laughs> yeah it's yeah. always like and if you, i had there's too many too many tears over the years to not offer a gift receipt yeah there's always a clue right before you open it like i saw this and i thought of you <laughs> and i think you're really gonna shine in it <laughs> and then you open it and as you're opening it the person who's giving it goes and i have the receipt if you don't like it you can always exchange it that's great because that's such a backpedal. It's just like, don't, oh, and I still. But love they should you just keep the receipt this. in the box, so you don't have to get the receipt from them. No, because then you have to go like, "Hey, mom," while you're yeah. sitting on their bed after Christmas, and it's been a lovely time. You go, you "No, know, I tried it on, and it just know, doesn't um, fit." I love the color, but I just think it's a bit too small. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit snug. And then you come back with something very different. You're like, "They didn't have my size, <laughs> so I got a boa." <laughs> I don't know. I just want a boa for some reason. That's awesome. I don't have any. Well, I don't that's have, fine. We I don't can have read the internet ones. We have got a lot of submissions here. So Kathy Mitchell, uh, the face of this person on Twitter is a face of a bearded man. I'll just show you guys. Kathy Mitchell? Oh, she's beautiful. <laughs> hey, Kathy, what up? So uh, Kathy, um, my grandma gave me one of her diabetic socks. Then oh. she took it back. Because <laughs> <laughs> she needed it. Those things... You need a prescription for them. That's very funny. And then John <laughs> at JRW Stormy on Twitter, life-size ceramic chicken from my aunt and uncle. I like that. Oh, a life-size ceramic. So is it like a cookie jar or just a well, decoration? That's what someone else asked and he never answered. I like that. Let Man us of know. Mystery. Um, I like anything ceramic. Mike yeah. Primavera uh, wrote a visit. I thought was quite funny. <laughs> It'd be stressful. Another lady, Narcy, wrote, my grandfather once gave me the bag from a donut shop. No donuts, just the bag. And then, of course, somebody asked for clarification. It was a paper bag, wasn't it? And then she replied, oh, yeah, a greasy paper bag. <laughs> Not even like a tote. Yeah, I was like, maybe it's like a same Viatura, like a really nicely oh, yeah, made yeah, yeah. tote, like... I know it's not a donut, but, you know, savory donut. Yikes. Really good. That's, yeah, that tops anything I could have dredged out of my memories. <laughs> I definitely have a lot more left in me. I just, you know. I really do. Deep down. Yeah. I have one, but, like, I'll wait until my mother passes away to share it. So we better do a lot less podcast for quite a while yeah, longer. A thousand episodes. It's good that you guys are practicing being a bit more grateful, you know? It's yeah. nice. Yeah. Well, I just, yeah, I got three crystals for my birthday this year. So, like, people really listen to what I talk about. <laughs> I got you a cake. The cake was amazing, though, and it was enjoyed by, like, 30 people. So, <laughs> that's, like, A-plus. That's my new thing. You also got me soaps, too, oh, yeah. which I'm really excited about. Mm -hmm. Basically, any consumable yeah, object i'm like yeah jam. i yeah. need this for my body to stay oh clean. yeah a new cream oh, a candle yeah. yeah a new cream yeah. but not too many new creams because then i get overwhelmed no 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 no. like like a nice just like a foot like a, like a cream that you've noticed while going through my medicine cabinet that i was low on oh. like on my yeah, like um clinique moisturizer Ooh. so you just got me a new one yeah, yeah that's, that's expensive. great yeah don't give me something scented from like 
Please don't get me something from a from kiosk. Bed Bath and Beyond. Please oh don't. God. Don't get me anything from Lush. Don't get oh me no. anything that's like a two for one. Like I got you two like giant body butters, Mm-mm. and it's like I. I'm going to smell like a fruit stand. Get me two bottles of vitamin E oil. That's what you can get me. Have you tried rosehip seed oil? No. You told me that I needed that. Really? Yes. It's so great. I wish I, I wish I always knew about it. I just remembered it. (laughs) You told me that I needed it. (laughs) I was like, that was like six months ago. (laughs) Puppo of the week. Caitlin, do you have a puppo? Just like a fave, a fave, fave yeah, thing fave. in the world. And it doesn't have to have happened this week because you're only on the podcast. We just have to kind of keep up with it on a weekly basis. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I want it to be relevant. I want it to be of this time. Um, so my nephew stayed with me this past weekend. Oh, and wow. he is two and a half. And his name is Fitzgerald. <gasps> oh, oh my lord! And he's the most beautiful little boy in the entire world. Do you guys call him Fitz? We call him Fitz. Mm. Yeah. And he calls me Auntie Kate. That's my name. And he <laughs> slept over at our house on Saturday. And on Sunday morning, at around seven forty-five, I hear stirring. And so I go to our to the bedroom where Fitz is sleeping, and he lifts up his head and he goes, "Are you looking at me?" <laughs> and I said, "Yes." And he goes am I awake? And I said, yes. And he goes, are we going to cuddle now? And I said, yes. And I scooped him up and I brought him back to my bed and we cuddled in bed for like an hour. Wow. And we sang songs and he showed me all of his fingers. (laughs) It was the cutest thing. No secrets. eh? It was how he just went, are you looking at me? And I was like, yes. He's so precious and he's so beautiful. I feel like children of that age like have nailed down flirting to like oh. an art. Like if everyone could just flirt like that. It's just smiles. Life would be so, yeah, just eyes and Eyes smile. and smiles and shoulders. Yeah. And saying like, thank you, <laughs> please. Yeah. And just having like cookie crumbs all over yourself <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah. Kids are so cute. He's so cute. My niece and I, when like she lives in Oregon, and so when I see her, like we will have sleepovers. And I remember the first time I was like, "Is this weird?" And she's like, "No, this is cool." And, like, <laughs> and we just like read until we fall asleep, and we wake up and we talk, and it's so cool. Man. I love that. Yeah, I said at one point, I said, "Fitz, did you poo?" And he goes, "No, I'm just farting." <laughs> <laughs> and then it was really sweet because then he left. You know, and I put my futon back to a couch, and I regained my home. Yeah. And then I watched Narcos. That's perfect when you can have, like, just enough you time. Yeah. And child time. So sweet. It's great. Fitzgerald's a nice name. Fitzgerald. Yeah, I like it. Fitz- Way better than Brody or Hayden. <laughs> Channing. Yeah. Tatum. No, Channing. Or Cruz. Is, is that a name now? Yeah, I have a friend who named her, her son Cruz. Is she going to listen to the podcast? Should we blurt it out? No, I don't think she doesn't. I don't think she knows what a podcast is. It's a, a radio show on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we tell our moms every day. <laughs> Ma, it's a radio show on the internet. Ma, and don't listen to it. Listen to another podcast. Ma, listen to This American Life. Ma, forget. <laughs> You'll love it. You know. You know Stuart McLean. So it's like that, but just a little bit. <laughs> just get pup of the week. Oh, I've got a whale of a puppo. It better be a whale. Uh, so two of my good friends got married on Sunday. Yay, love. 
And Jay and I did the music for it. Lucky, lucky wedding guests. It was not a traditional wedding, let me tell you. There was a theme to the wedding, uh, which was mythological cosmic vampire disco tropical heat meltdown. Wow. So, but despite that, it still managed to be like one of the most like elegant and tasteful weddings I've ever seen. Uh, The efficient was dressed as Dracula. <laughs> Come on. It, it, it took place at the planetarium. Cool. So Jay and I were doing the music for about 20 minutes, like as everyone was entering the auditorium and there was like a beautiful sort of nebulas and planets being projected above us. And then all it, all instead of made of uh, a maid of honor, it was an iron maiden. They were all iron maidens. So the maid of honor carried a, a giant sword. Oh. It was great. And like, one of the bridesmaids works in like costumes and does a lot of props and the other one does a lot of work with floristry and everything. So it was like everyone contributed to it. Jay and I performed behind a bunch of glowing crystal glowing crystal crystal sculptures. It's hard to say. Glowing <laughs> crystal sculptures. And then the vows, like it it was all there was a bunch of prince lyrics in there. It was really magical. It was just, yeah, I'm not really like a big wedding person, but I was like, this is, I, I didn't know it could be this fun and magical. And then we got to go on a party bus. Like they rented one of those things that you always see driving past and people are going like, woo! And you're like, <laughs> fuck you. I was one of those wooing people. Did you woo? Uh, yeah. Well, the funny thing is we all got on, we had like a little picnic behind the planetarium, like the wedding party. And then the bus got there and then we got driven off to the, uh, to the reception, which was at a bar and we were all like dead sober. (laughs) And we were like, well, this is just a bus. And so the bus stopped at the liquor store and we all got bottles of Prosecco and the, it was not a long bus ride. It was maybe 15, 20 minutes. So we had to drink it all quickly. <laughs> then it became a party bus. There was wooing. bubbles? Yeah, it was tough. It was like, I'm going to barf. No, wait, I'm just going to burp like eight <laughs> times. <laughs> but we were all doing it. So it was like we were united. It was just a magical evening. And then there was a lot of dancing. The cake, their cake, I think I didn't really see it up close. But it looked like it was two lizards having sex and laying eggs made out of <laughs> chocolate on the top of the cake. It was very erotic. <laughs> it was really great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, if you want to check it out, the hashtag on Instagram is the Barf Jacksons. <laughs> the Barf Jacksons? Yeah. I want to check it out. Yeah. I will check it out. Great humans. They're definitely going to be future guests. So, yeah. Turns out I like weddings now. But also it was the best wedding. So it's like, ah, I can't top no. that. I can't get married. Just going to elope. Everyone has wedding is special in their own way. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just like a, it's just like, what kind of party do you want to throw? Yeah, a weird one. Did you have a fun birthday party? Yeah. So imagine that with a bigger budget. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's the thing. I'm like, I don't want to spend any money. (laughs) By bigger budget, I mean like, like $150 instead of just like 50 bucks. Yeah, that's true. Like, okay, instead of three boxes of Pocky. 15. Exactly. <laughs> Your chip budget goes through the roof. Next oh, thing you know, you but got... But it's all barbecue chips. Oh, God. No. Just two bags of barbecue chips at a party. <laughs> I'm out of here. 
Uh, oh, that would actually be really fun if Aaron Reed could be my wedding planner. <laughs> Just like you gave him a budget. Yeah. He's I'm, like, so they're dogs and they're kissing. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I got a, I got a bunch of loose dogs who are going to run around your wedding. And um, we got to get them back by midnight. And I don't know how we're going to do it. Uh, this guy, Smitty, uh, lent me the dogs, but he, he doesn't know where they are. <laughs> That's a pretty good impression happening right now. It just goes like this. It's like a yeah, okay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so um, I didn't get flowers, but what I did get was a bunch of bees. So, do you like grass clippings? Yeah, I got a bag full. Okay, okay, okay. All right, my puppo of the week. I'm gonna do a quick one. I saw I've had so many puppos this week, but I was leaving the podcast the other day, and there was this old Boston Terrier. Pretty meaty little guy mm-hmm. um, up the street, and he was really gray, and, and he didn't want to go inside. Or oh. So I stopped, and I pet him because I'm like, well, he's not leaving, so I'm going to take advantage <laughs> of this. And his owner, I asked his owner a few questions, and, and his name was Maximus, I think, or oh. Maximilian. And he reminded me very much of my friend Grandpa, but meteor, uh, and he was the same age, or he was 13. He was 13. And I said, I think he wants to go inside. He's like, or outside. No one can tell anymore. (laughs) And then the man very patiently let me pet this dog. And the dog was so into it. Like he twisted his head and he had the biggest smile on his face. And I just pet him for at least two minutes. And then I said, goodbye. (laughs) So he's my puppo of the week. I love the idea of a puppo who doesn't know inside or outside. He's just like old and stubborn now. He's old. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't really want to walk, but he doesn't want to not walk. Yeah. So sweet. That's me. <laughs> I'm like, I want to read this book, but then I'm going to have the book on my chest while I look at the internet on my phone. It's the yeah. same as reading. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make this soup, but in the meantime, I'm going to go get a, a, a bomby. <laughs> mm. I did that the other day. I made like a whole huge uh, roast, mm-hmm. but in between that, I ate scrambled eggs and a whole thing of ice cream. <laughs> yeah. And then you had smart. roast beef sandwiches for lunch. Yeah, I had roast beef for days. For days. For days, because I'm a singleton. Oh, yeah, but roast beef. So good. So good. You get that crust on the outside. Yeah. Oh. And it doesn't take much work. Oh. We'll get me a late night roast beef right now. <laughs> yeah. What where? This is a deli poor city. Mm. Yeah. Some not- places are just go and get Seagulls, like a nice bagels, meal. 24 hours. You could get brisket there. They I got guess. some meats there. Yeah. You could just find a nice family, break into their home, get into their kitchen, That's find their leftovers. Or just, yeah. you know, endear yourself. To them. Too t- takes too long. Takes too long. Just break it under. You're, you're a pretty endearing lady. <laughs> so, Caitlin, if people want to find you to watch, how could they find you? I do a show. Mm. I live at one zero. Uh, mm. My social insurance My social number. insurance number is my Gap ID. Um, I'm at the Sunday service every Sunday at the Fox Cabaret. Right, best show in town. Uh, 9 p.m. Uh, you can um, see me there. That's where I am consistently. Mm-hmm. And other than that, you can um, follow me on the internet where I don't post things. So best of luck. Yeah. But when you do, it's so exciting. It's like, yeah. I didn't remember that I was following her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember Twitter every couple weeks where I go, oh, yeah. Yeah. You should just link <laughs> a, a Hootsuite account and, and post to Facebook and, and Twitter. I also don't post on Facebook that much. I just promote uh, my comedy school, Blind Tiger Comedy, like I did just there. Great school. Come learn comedy if you want to. It's like a hobby. You're learning it from the best people, too. So Blind Tiger Tiger Comedy School, uh, the Sunday service, the occasional tweet. The occasional tweet. 
Um, yeah, writing on some cartoons, seeing some TD Bank commercials. Ooh. Yeah. Whatever uh, someone will pay me money to do, I'll write <laughs> or do or act. It sounds really good. Thanks. Jessica, do you have some tour dates? Yes. The week that this comes out, I am going to be in Provo, Denver, which I'm really excited about because I've never been to Colorado. Uh, Omaha, also excited. Never been to Nebraska. Uh, Minneapolis, obviously very excited. And uh, Chicago. And then probably some other places that haven't been booked yet. So if people want to find out about the tour, they should follow... Uh, Jay Arner on Facebook. And it's Jay Arner Vancouver? Or just, just look Jay Arner and then add the one that's the musician, not the guy, because then he'll get weirded out if you, like, try and add him as a friend. <laughs> sure. Or go to, uh, Mint Records website. All the tour dates will be posted there. It's still firming up now. We're recording this a long time in advance. Yeah. <laughs> we have to do, do a lot of podcasts before you guys leave. Yeah. Doing one tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And then one on Saturday. Yep. Um, what about you? What week does this come out? This comes out October 3rd. That's my birthday. <gasps> Yay! Happy birthday. I'm 34 today. Congratulations. Congratulations. I wish I would have known I would have brought you a present in the future. I don't know. I look forward to receiving it. Yeah. Oh, also tomorrow's my mom's birthday. Yay! And also Dan Behar from Destroyer. Wonderful. Beautiful. It's too far in advance for me to know what I'm going to be doing. I have a feeling I might be on a podcast that will be coming out this week. But if it falls through while I'm while I'm in New York, then I don't think I can promote it. Well, just say it and then... If it falls through, I'm sorry. I think I'm on the Let's Drink About It podcast around this week. Awesome. I yeah. love drinking. Yeah. I'm a, Good luck. I don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's that. Bye. Thank Mwah. you so much. Thanks Great guests. Come me. back. I will. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Mwah. Mwah. Mwah.